What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Weekly Thought with Rich and Tony, where we discuss, chat, and ramble about this week's hot topic. Our content ranges from personal finance, nutrition, health, politics, education, business, and anything our viewers want us to talk about. My name is Rich. And my name is Tony. And this week's hot topic is our seven investments that will make you a millionaire. And so what can those be? And how much money can you make? So we are going to dive into that. Um, and I am going to cover, just jump right into it. The first one, briefly, we associate becoming a millionaire with making lots of money. That's what I think most people in society think about. You think about the big boats and the mansions and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cars and the chains and all that fun stuff. And obviously making six figures or more. And so, you know, when you think about a millionaire, it's like someone's making $200,000. They're a doctor, they're a lawyer and, and whatnot. But um, most likely, uh, those people out there, they, uh, I love this, they can't, they can't even rub two nickels together. I don't know why I like that, but I like that. <laughs> um, and basically, the, the, those people are probably in debt, uh, heavy debt. And when you really dive into to their finances, I'm actually reading a, a book right now. It's called The Millionaire, the Millionaire Next Door. Um, I guess we can start throwing like links. Oh, and a link to it is in our bio or something like that on the podcast. But uh, The Millionaire Next Door, and uh, it, it, it's a great book, and it's a study conducted on millionaires, and it talks about what they, what they buy, what they wear, um, what car do they drive, except, uh, what, how much is their home, um, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so it is very interesting. And the people that you see um, uh, you know, out there flaunting all of their, their stuff, they, yeah, they, they actually don't, they don't have that much money. They're pretty much broke, and that's where everything is going into. So um, I want to uh, talk a little bit about what you can do now, like as somebody just take action uh, starting now that will make you a millionaire if you start following some of these tips and, and advice. So w- what is the secret? Um, and we're going to discuss this too. And it's sort of just living below your means. It's, it's saving and it's investing what you are saving. Uh, it could mean a little bit more to that too, which we'll talk about as well. But um, there is only so much we can cut from our expenses. So that's going to leave us to increase our income, which for then in return is limitless. And not only investing in, you know, things like stock, real estate, you get our income up, but it's also about investing like in yourself and what you could be doing now. And so, so the, the first tip that I'm going to give you is uh, invest in a career mentor. I think this is, this is huge. And, and a couple things about this tip as well is you want to find somebody, seek somebody out there who is about five years ahead of you. And when you, when you're, when I say that you want to look at somebody who's been in the field, who's doing what you're doing um, or doing what you want to do. And they've been doing it for about five years, maybe 10 years, you know, that way you can, you can talk to them. You could ask them like, Hey, what was your steps? What was your, um, what was your journey and your path? How did you get to where you currently are? And this is going to be someone that you admire. It could be your boss um, it could be a personal friend that you have. It could be someone in your network on whether it's LinkedIn, which is a huge, um, a, a huge platform to get to like meet people, but they're going to help you show your value and they know what it takes to get to the next level. Cause they obviously have done that before. Um, 
some other good places to like meet somebody. If you're thinking, I just don't know anybody. There's an app called Meetup um, where you can type in, maybe it's a sport, maybe it's a hobby, um, anything. And you can, you're referring to the, the Facebook meetup app. Is that what you're talking about? No. So this is, this is actually, is it like a, uh, not Facebook meetup. It's like you get an iOS, Android, just type in meetup, look for it. It'll pop up. It's like a social connecting app. So you you actually, you, you, you can create one. So if I want to type in croquet, I don't know who croquet is these days anymore, but if I talk, if I type in croquet, I could make a meetup group that says we meet every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and I'll put a location out there and anybody who's interested in that might type that in and they might see my group that I created and they can join sure. me and we can comment on our discussion threads and saying, hey, can't wait to see y'all. And we go to the spot, we meet up and we play croquet. Now they have it for um, coffee. They have meetups for coffee every other week. I, I, there was one I was in for like a poker, tri- like poker, just poker free play and it's every Saturday. Um, so whatever you're, you know, you're interested in, you know, you could just you throw that in there and you could meet up and talk to somebody. That's how you sort of build that network, that rapport. And then you start, you know, asking them, you know, more questions about like mentoring. Right. But yeah, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, great places. If you already know somebody um, and how do you sort of, you know, people are like, well, how do I set that up? Like, how do I say, hey, exactly, I want yeah. you to uh, just mentor me? Well, you know. I would ask them to get coffee, you know, meet it. If it's someone that you started working with, meet at their office, uh, phone call, bring some questions to them and just sort of start picking their brain a little bit. And they're going to give you some guidance into that profession to help you advance in that career. Um, and so that's the biggest thing is, is it's the guidance, it's networking, uh, it's the opportunities that you can get with them through like associations. Maybe they are uh, big into research, whether it's their skills, but just it, it, using that proximity principle is getting yourself closer to somebody else who's already doing what you want to do that will gravitate you into a, a higher, uh, you know, ranking role Then in return could be more money, more knowledge, just anything that you want. So that's my, that's my first tip. Do you want to take it away? Yeah, actually I had a quick question for you, Rich. Oh. So like you talked about, you know, uh, having a career mentor, how important that is, um, you know, give you some guidance in the field that you want to get into. Um, how important do you think networking is, um, for in, in relation to a person becoming successful or, or being success in their field of study or whatever profession they're trying to uh, pursue? Network is huge. Um, networking is, is is very big. I was uh, I worked as an intern for career services. It was at uh, Baldwin Wallace University, and we there was a study, and we even talked about it a lot of in our seminars and workshops. Is around seventy. I don't know the exact statistic now. It could have went up or down. This was probably about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's seventy to seventy five percent of people who get jobs is because of networking. Um, and I started thinking about that. Like, how did I get my jobs? And, I, and I'm like, did I right. hire somebody? And it was funny. One of my very first jobs was lifeguarding and the people who we hired uh, for lifeguard, they all knew somebody. Like, somebody in there knew somebody that got him that job in there. Um, and obviously there's, you know, there's going to be cases where sure you get the job because you're qualified and you don't know anyone. Right. Right. That's at 25%. Um, you know, if you're looking at 75% as a marker, but it, it, it's getting that in or, you know, it, talking to somebody who maybe they don't have a, a, the whole pool to get you the job, but they could put in a good word. They can serve as a reference. If I know somebody who's working at this company and I put them as a reference, whoever that hiring manager is, they're going to know 
that connection forms right there. And that's right. why LinkedIn is so big because you can go to that company, see who's working there, connect with them, have a conversation with that person. Um, and then either one, use them as a reference if, if you know them a little you know, you know, deeper than that. But, but two, you could at least say, oh, you know, I've talked to so-and-so who works in this department and you know, they say nothing but great things about them. Um, you know, this is somebody who actually got me to, to make the leap to apply to this position because there's right. nothing but you know, positivity coming out of there. Oh, you know so-and-so from LinkedIn? You talk to him? You know, things like that. It, it's, it's those small things where I'm not necessarily saying it's going to get you the job, but if everything's even and you know somebody, mm -hmm. it might give you that edge. Yeah, I, I think that's a really important point. You know, it seems as like life goes on, you know, the more connections you have in life, the more people you know, the better opportunities that you may find yourself encountering. And obviously employment opportunities is a huge one. Um, so I, I think that's a really good point. If you want to get invested in a specific field, you know, I think that's a great tip, you know, find a career mentor, do some networking, make sure you know people in the field and, and, and that should help everyone on their way. Um, but I'll go ahead and uh, jump into our next uh, tip here, which uh, for me, I wanted to cover um, 401k and Roth IRAs, any sort of retirement account. Um, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to have a lot of money. If you work for a company and they offer a 401k, make sure you're taking advantage of it. You need to plan for retirement. The money adds up very quickly and it'll really help you out down the road. Even if you're just putting a small percentage away towards your retirement, it's very important to um, make sure everyone's planning for the future, especially in today's uh, day and age. And uh, that money compounds very, very quickly. And if you start, you know, in your twenties and you start putting, you know, five, 6% of your, your income to a retirement account or a Roth IRA, you know, you'll be, you'll be much better off when, when it's coming time to, um, to retire. And uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on is something that Rich actually helped me out with. Um, I uh, work for a regional bank and they do a 6% 401k match. Um, initially, I was putting 6% uh, into this 401k every year. And I found that, you know, I was budgeting my money and I had a little bit of extra money that I wasn't using. So I upped it to 12%. Uh, and Rich, why, why don't you tell them what you what you advised me to do when I was started putting that twelve percent towards my four hundred one k only? Yeah, yeah, and and so, well, first I would recommend to anybody, you're absolutely right, Tony. You need to invest ASAP as soon as you get that first job. Twenty is amazing if you could start investing there. Um, and what you need to do is you need to invest fifteen percent of your annual income, fifteen percent, and right off the rip. Uh, some people will say, well, what if 10, that's fine. Whatever you can, you can do in your situation. But sure. if I had to give you a straight number, I'm saying 15, you'll be play it more conservative when you're doing that. Um, right. And the rule of thumb is you want to take the match, always take the match in your 401k, any, any company you're with, it's free money coming in. So if they're offering you 6%, um, or, you know, up to 6%, in my situation, yeah. you know, you know, your situation, put in that 6%. And then anything after that, what I would recommend doing is going into a Roth. And a Roth IRA is, you know, something that you have on here um, for uh, somebody who, you, you know, they're, they're starting off early, depending, do you want to do a Roth or a traditional IRA? It depends on your situation. But somebody in, um, I think it's like 55 and under, can contribute up to $6,000 a year, um, individual, uh, 12 uh, filing is it five, 12 filing jointly? Um, 12, five, yeah. 
Uh, so, you know, you can do 6,000 additional per year in a, a Roth IRA, which you're, it's, it's huge in uh, tax benefits. And I think we're going to actually cover this in one of our uh, later episodes, but uh, okay. pretty much what you put into it, um, it, cause it, cause it's after tax. It's, it, you got, you got paid, you already paid uncle Sam. Now you're going to contribute that money in there. It grows tax free, uh, while it's in there. So right. all that income that, it, you know, it, it's accumulating and everything like that, like you, you don't have to pay taxes like on any of that. And that's like the big component of that, um, is, is you're just, you're already been taxed the, the 500 bucks. And when you, when you go ahead, like if that's what you're going to put in for month. And when you pull that out, um, you don't have to pay the, the taxes on the interest, which that's where your money's going to compound. Right. And when you so, pull that so, out, you're going to have, have more interest than you, than you will what you already paid, sure. put in. So the, so the main difference between the 401k like offered by an employer versus a Roth IRA is that when you withdraw the, the compounding interest that you're getting on the Roth IRA, you do not have to pay taxes on. Yeah. Right? Once you withdraw that, it is, it is tax, it is tax free. And that's the benefit of that. So right. once, but what you can only hit that 6,000. So anything after right. that you want to dump back into your 401k. And so that you could play around with those percentages to see what that's going to be. So hit the max after that, throw everything else at the, the Roth IRA. And then if you still have some percents left, or if you still have some income after that 6,000, whatever that would be, dump that back into right. your 401k. Yeah. But that's, that's something that I thought, you know, needs to be said. People need to invest in their 401k and their retirement accounts. Um, there's a lot of people at the company that I work for who do not take advantage of this and you're, they're throwing away free money. I mean, yeah. it's free money. If you can 6%, should, I mean, you're advising 15 to, to invest, but if you, 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 everyone can afford 6% unless you're, you're really, really struggling. Um, and you're getting that 6% match. So if I'm putting, you know, $3,500 a year, if that's 6% of my income into my retirement account and my employer's matching that, it's just, it's doubling the amount. And then you're earning interest on top of all of that. Yeah. So it's, it's really, really and, beneficial. And you can argue, well, you're getting 12% now, you know, right. if, if you're putting in six, yeah. they're matching six. Well, technically that's 12, but don't, don't go with the match for that. Like I always say yeah. 15% of your income, your income, the extra yeah. 6% is a bonus. Great. Right. You know, right. that's going to be our buffer in case something happens, but I still go with that. And then you were going to show uh, the financial financial calculator, um, just so people could sort of get a glimpse of if they were watching on uh, YouTube. If not, we could sort of explain this to them. Sure, I'm getting pulled up now. Um, and you had some calculations put in here, so we yes. can uh, take a look at how you know an investment account uh, compounds the interest and how the wealth gets built. Absolutely, yeah. And in, in, um, is it on the screen now? Yes, it is. Cool. So what I have on here is, is I put 40 years. So if you invest when you're 20 years old, when, you, when you're 60, this is what's going to happen. And this is only based off of this one investment vehicle that we have. So 40 years, your starting principal is zero. You have nothing in your savings. Um, when you look at the, your interest, we're going to say 8%, uh, anywhere 6 to 12. But an average S&P, we're looking at that. It's around 8% per year. And then we're looking at how much are you going to put in every single year. So we said 6000 a year. So really, if you just took your Roth IRA, that max, it's $500 a month, 500 bucks a month. And that's it. So if you only did that and nothing else, um, this is what you, your end result is going to be. What do we have on here? 
uh, after 40 years. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like over the course of 40 years, your principal is um, $240,000. So over the course of 40 years, if you're saving $500 a month, you'll have $240,000 in liquid cash that you contributed. But your principal interest is 84% of that. And that makes up $1 million. Yeah. $314,339. This is, <laughs> right. This is the power of investing. This is why it's important to contribute to some sort of 401k or an IRA account mm -hmm. to prepare yourself for the future. You need to build that interest. Um, and it, it just really will help everyone overall, you know? And, and that's why we said, you know, your, your principal is 240,000. Your, your total mm -hmm. value is over a million dollars. So right. you're only taxed on, you know, the after tax money was a 240 that they took. Most of your portfolio in this specific thing is the compounding interest. Like that's where your, your money is, is making. 85%. Money yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, this is just one vehicle. It's the IRA, but you start adding this and you have your, you know, your, your 401k and you have the match for that. And like, let's say you have, you know, eventually you're going to have some more money if you're, if you're working and maybe you get into real estate or maybe you get right. into investing in stocks and dividends and stuff like that. So now you have all these different tools of investing and you're going to be well over a million. And this is what people say when, you know, this is what they mean when they say your money has to make money. You know, you, you, if you're sitting around with all of your funds in a savings account and you're getting a very low interest rate, it's not going to be benefiting you as much as if you create a long-term goal and really focus on investing. Yeah. You got to make your money work for you. I'm sorry if you guys hear that. Yeah, My dog a squeaky toy. I'm going to go ahead and grab that from her. Give me one second. That's all right. We could dive into tip number three. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Tip number three. So the next thing I have on here is surround yourself with the right people. Uh, and, and I say that because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, it, you know, I sort of pull myself back and I think about that. And I think about when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I think about when I was in middle school. I think about when I was in high school, when I was in college, um, you, you know, now at grad school, post-grad school. Uh, and, and I think about in all of those different sort of pockets of my life, who did I hang around with, you know, throughout that um, matriculation? And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess that sort of makes sense. Um, you want to try to find yourself, be around smart, ambitious, growth-minded. Um, you know, these are hardworking, dedicated, uh, inspiring people um, mm -hmm. that you know you want to be around. And by doing that, you're going to be you're going to be interested in the things that they're interested in. And so, you know, if you're into personal finance, if you're into working out and nutrition and things like that, you're going to be surrounding yourself with other people who like to do that. And you're going to start learning new and different approaches to, to ways of doing some things. And that's only going to help you grow. If you just right. surrounded yourself with people who play uh, video games and, you know, they really, they have a, a party, job, a yeah. party. Absolutely. If that's who you're surrounding yourself with constantly, well, that's what you're going to be into. That's what you're going to know. Um, and it's going to be hard approaching mm -hmm. a conversation about healthcare and politics with somebody that who doesn't really care or, right. you know, in something like that, like, nah, I just want to, do you get the new call of duty? Uh, how are you doing on, you know, uh, Halo? I don't know, whatever the games are out there now, but like that's yeah. where they're spending their time. It's right. Like, that, that's that's a really good point. And this is something that, you know, hopefully everyone's parents have taught you at a young age, hang out with people who you want to be like, you know, um, who, who are smarter than you, if possible, you know, who, who are 
doing good things in their life. You know, if you, you know, ever, I'm sure everyone has those high school friends, you know, that have a, maybe they even have a g- decent job, but they go out every weekend. They're blowing all their money. They're constantly partying. They're constantly taking vacations. They don't need yeah. every dollar you spend. And you're, if you're blowing it, you know, obviously you want to enjoy life. You want to take time away to, you know, enjoy yourself and, and experience whatever you want to experience in life. But you're going to, those people are not going to be able to help you with your finances. Those people are not going to be able to tell you what's working for them because they're not really doing anything. If you hang out with people who are saving, you know, you'll get to a point where your money's making you money. And if you want to pull a little bit out to enjoy for yourself, you can, you're able to, but if you don't ever get to that point and you're constantly just living paycheck to paycheck, you'll never have that cushion, that egg, that nest where you can fall back on. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, um, you know, there's a group called, uh, it's the fire movement, F I R E the fire movement. You start looking at that. Um, and you get in these groups, these fire groups, it's called financial independence, retire early. And these people do everything in their hot power hot um, trend. to, to yeah. live off of pretty much nothing and invest most of their 50%, more than 50% of their income is going into wow. investment so they can um, retire early. Now, I'm not saying go do that, but if you hang out with those people, you're going to learn a, a bunch of tips and tricks and different things that you can do and shave off of your, you know, what, what your your living expenses are now to help you. Um, it doesn't mean you have to invest 50%, but you know, you're going to, you're still going to start learning different things like that. And, and also, you know, it, everyone has different goals. So, you know, I, I made a comment. I said, you don't want to just sit around playing video games, but if you're an esport competitor, Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what you want to do. You want to find sure. those people, but you want to find those people at that competitive level who are going to get into, you know, different tournaments and they have different strategies. They're, they're not just going there to play to play, you know, they're in there with, with a mission and, and they have other ways to, you know, support themselves as well. So depending on what your goals are, find the people who are like you or like-minded and then hang around right. with those people. Um, but you, you know, you could definitely look at your circle and you could see the dead weight in there. And I'm not saying get rid of all of your friends um, or, you know, people that you <laughs> hang out with, but I'm just saying, right. just be more conscious, more conscious, more aware. And, you know what? Maybe you can be a good friend to one of those people who might be, you know, holding you back and, and inspire them to kind of jump on the train and you guys kind of uh, better each other. You know, uh, there's uh, everyone can always teach. You can always learn from everyone, you know, so do your best to surround yourself right with people who are successful and people who you want to be like. And, you know, you like their lifestyle, find a passion and, and pursue that, you know. Why don't you uh, why don't you give them tip number four? All right. Tip number four. This is a fundamental tip that has helped me significantly throughout my life. And I want to talk about budgeting. Um, Before I took my current position at uh, the regional bank, um, I worked as a landscape manager for about eight years. Uh, Just, you know, running, running a crew, you know, uh, not, not a very glamorous job, paid the bills, all that stuff. Um, for those eight years, I lived paycheck to paycheck, and I don't think I ever had more than a thousand dollars in my checking account for for eight years of my life, and it was it was terrible. It, it was really bad. It got to a point where something needed to change, um, and I found the power of a budget. No, I, I can't stress this again, this enough. Knowing where your money is going is is half the battle. Once you find out where you're spending money and what expenses are necessities, what are wants, what are needs, you know, things of that nature, 
it will help you so much. Um, I'm doing a, a, a savings plan where I'm saving 15% of my income for savings. And I'm trying to build myself up uh, an emergency fund. You know, you want you want to reach typically anywhere for three to six months of your um, monthly income. You want to have saved in case of an emergency. Know what bills you're paying. Figure out where you can cut out dead weight. It'll help you save money. Any, any dollar you can save, you can invest and make that money work for you. And to, in order to to know anything, and um, what is the what is the term everyone always says? Uh, financially, um, they always talk about it in rich dad, uh, poor dad, rich. What is it? Financial independence. No, having a a financial IQ, right? Having a a good financial IQ budgeting, know where your money's going, know where you're spending your money, know where you can make cuts. Every, everyone should do this. It'll help you tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of tools out there that, that can help you with that. Um, some apps, uh, that, that you yeah. can use is, uh, mint is a good one. Y N a B is a good one. Every dollar is a good one. Uh, pocket Cla- guard clarity money is yep. one clarity really- money. Good budget. Even, good uh, capital. Yeah. Facebook has one called Clio. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. they're all, they're all out there. You type find in the best budget apps and, mm-hmm. and you know, you're going to see a bunch of different things. Um, that, that you 90% of them are free, you know, there's no reason not to take care, uh, not to take advantage of having a budget. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What do you got, uh, for us? Uh, tip number five, Rich tip number five. So it's going to be, uh, and we did a little combo with this. It's going to be stacking talents dash invest in yourself. Um, billionaire Warren Buffett was asked what's the best investment anyone can make. And he responded, invest in yourself. And, you know, this is so, I mean, it's, it's so true. And we sort of talked about it with, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, um, finding that career mentor. Those are all things that like you're doing for yourself. And this is just another one. Anything that improves your own talents can't be taxed or taken away. So you need to try to figure out like, you know, when you're looking at um, like your resume and, and, and things like that. What can you do to enhance the profession that you're in to make you more marketable and more valuable to either another company, to another you know individual, or just to yourself, to, to the career that you're in right now? Um, so what these talents will do is they'll create assets that return tenfold. Of, of, of what they are. And, I, and when I'm talking about like, what, you know, people are like, well, give me an example. So, you know, some of those things could be certificates. There are probably in any job, whether you're a mechanic, a, a line worker, you're, you're a chef, you're working in, in education um, for the city. There are certifications out there where you can complete those and you can add that to your arsenal of certificates that you can use to put on like your resume and just talk sure. about it, going through that mm-hmm. training, just going there. And there are a lot of free ones. There are ones that you can pay, um, you know, to do finding a specialization. So some type of specialization that you can get and you can acquire that skill um, and, and talk about that. Like if you think about coding, uh, computer science, coding is huge. They will hire you without a degree. As long as you know how to code, you can go through a coding mm-hmm. camp and things like that. So finding these new skills, um, around like the field that, that, that you're in now. Look, thinking about like publications, um, writing. So if you know how to, you know, 
write professionally. Uh, public speaking is a skill. Technology, the use of all these different things. Um, language is a skill. Yeah. There's so many of them that you don't really think about off the top of your head. And you're like, oh, yeah, wait, there are so many different things out there. What pertains to your profession that you can keep doing and keep adding, like I said, to your arsenal of skills and traits and, and attributes uh, and things like that that will enhance you. So it, you increase your value. So increase your value, which will increase your worth. And, and, and that's how you, you, you move up the, you know, the ranks and wherever you're at um, to get, whether it's a higher paying job or better networking. Right. About networking and, and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, finding those people who are like-minded that you're surrounding yourself with. If you go to a certification where it's a, an in-person thing, you actually have to go in there to complete these, you know, small like classrooms. Maybe it's a week, uh, maybe it's a month long. You're going to meet other people who are in there for the same thing because they want to better themselves. That's it, it, that, that, is a, that is a great point, Rich. And I, I just want to share a little bit of my personal experience yeah. with this um, because, you know, for, uh, there might be a, some people listening who haven't taken the traditional educational path th through a four-year college and that, you know, that's totally fine. You know, if you have, that's great. If you haven't, you know, that's okay too. Um, the traditional educational path in today's society is constantly changing. So not everyone needs a four-year degree to be successful and to find a good job. Um, Absolutely. As I mentioned, you know, I was a landscape foreman. I, I took a position in a, a bank call center. That's where I started about three years ago. And uh, I worked my way up and I, I showed my managers that I had a passion for technology and they're like, well, you don't really have a degree. You don't really have any qualifications. We can't really put you in a IT position um, without any of those standards. But we do, you know, an opportunity was presented to myself to work with some people in an IT field um, and ma managing a financial application. Um, but but to move forward to, to the whole bettering yourself and investing in your skills, I've been studying for a something called the CompTIA A-plus certification. And, um, you know, no, we're, we're not being sponsored by any of these any of these companies or certifications. I just wanted to mention this. Um, it's an IT certification that that's typically, you know, it's, it's recognized around the world. Um, but I got I got this certification and it really adds a lot of value to your resume to be able to list that, to, to be able to open those doors for now I can apply to these different technical positions that I wasn't able to before without the certification. Mm -hmm. um, I went on Udemy and they were running a sale, cost me $29 for a 40 hour course. And uh, I studied for, for about three months and then took the exam and I passed. And, and now I have that with me and I can carry that around and, and use it to find other opportunities in, in the IT field. R really great experience for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's just endless, endless amounts of learning that you could do out there. Um, right. And just to help to, to build your portfolio and in, in, in your profession with your skills. That's awesome. Right. And it, uh, real quick, as you mentioned, it doesn't have to be IT. You know, if yeah. you're looking for a place to get started, you know, do some research online, figure out what you can do to better, better your resume, really, to add more mm -hmm. value to yourself. Any certification you can get will typically add value and, and, and give you more opportunities in life. Absolutely. Well, let's dive right into tip number six. All right. You have. And that is going to be to remove decision making, removing decision making. Hmm. And so, so here's something uh, I thought was pretty interesting. So, and I use a perfect example because this is something I do to a T every week: eating out versus meal prepping. So, when you think about that, when you Ooh. think about going 
and meal prepping. Obviously, you know what the, everyone knows what that is. You, you go out there, you get your ch- bulk chicken, your rice, your sweet potatoes. I'm, I'm big into like working out and stuff, so that's what I eat. Um, and, and you cook it all on Sunday, and you have yourself these little plastic containers, and you eat it through the week. And you know, you have three, four a day. I, I probably have five, but you know, but you know what you're eating. So it's in your lunchbox. You go to work, you pull it out. That's what you have for lunch. You know what you're having for breakfast. You know what you're having for dinner. You know what you're having for your midday snack or whatnot. Boom. Yeah. You don't think it's already cooked. Boom. It's there. Versus if you were to go out. I worked, um, I worked somewhere and we would, uh, it was actually a land, it was landscaping too. It was at a university hey. in North Carolina. And um, I just remember like for breakfast, I would see all, you know, these different, different guys coming in and, and they had a different meal. It was like McDonald's and Burger King and things like that. And they would eat their breakfast yep. for lunch. It's like, Hey, well, where do you want to go? Uh, do you want to go to Taco Bell, Wendy's? You get there, you, you got to decide whatnot. You get home. Uh, what, what do I want to make for dinner? I guess I'll cook this or I'll eat this. And so if you think about it, you look at the opportunity cost and the right. opportunity cost, you know, it's going to be um, what you could have been doing with that time that you just wasted. If I went to go to the movies, and I wanted to, uh, I spent two hours watching a movie. That's two hours, the opportunity cost that I lost, that I could have been doing something else. I could have been out there door dashing for two hours or Ubering for two hours making money. But instead, right. I decided to pay the ticket, watch the movie, and, and that's that. And that's okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But acknowledging that I could have been doing something else. That's the exact same thing when I'm talking about remove that decision making. The more you can remove that, the more time you will have that will free you up for something else. Instead of going to the store or, um, or going to, you know, uh, lunch and looking at the menu and all that stuff. If you were able to just know, this is what I had, eat it, you're done. That frees you up other time to listen to this podcast. It frees you up other time to go online, use, use your app and do some studying or, you know, read the news, see what's going out there. Um, whatever it is, it frees that up. Uh, so th- that's why, you know, we remove that decision-making when you go to the grocery store, if you don't know what you're buying and you don't have a list, you can mm-hmm. be in there for hours. If you have a list, you're in and out. I know exactly what I'm getting and I'm done. So you can cut 30 minutes off of that trip if you already have it pre, you know, pre-planned instead of just going in there and walking around aimlessly. Um, sure. You know, time is money. I mean, I mean, people say that all the time. Time is money. Is, you know, what, what can you find to remove in your life to free up that decision-making where you don't have to think about it and you can conserve that time we have everyone has the same 24 hours in a day and you you, know, you heard this one before we, we all have that so how much time do you need to sleep is it eight hours is it seven hours if you only sleep for seven hours that means you know and someone else sleeps for eight that gives you an hour edge on someone else what you could be working you could be studying like i said learning something different working out you know if, if taking care of your body things like that um if, if you're sleeping for six hours I don't advise that. Some people do, though. But you know, you, if you think about that, how much other time, you know, time that you know, you're saving that you could be spending and allocating towards other things. So, think about that. You know, time thinking versus structured decision. So that, that that's big, and that's why I hate when people are like I don't have the time for that. You know, you could oh. find time. You could find time to play video yeah. games. You could find time uh, to go work a second job or or do something else. Like uh, on the weekends, uh, everyone you have to have that weekend weekends were, I mean, that's something that we constructed as a society and, and we, we, we made up these dates to the, 
the weekdays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we could have kept on going. We, we could have had like eight, nine days in there if we really wanted to at some point, I guess. And, and then we could have said, let's work eight out of the so many you know days. I mean, it's something we made up. So you could find time. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's never a good excuse that I don't have time. Obviously if something, you know, you want to do, if it's important to you, you got to make time for it. And, yeah. and yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, Rich. Remove decision-making, um, try to plan out your days, figure out what your goals are, make time specifically for your days. If you want to do something for me, I wanted to get my CompTIA A plus certification hour and a half every single day for me, Monday through Friday, I left my weekends for, for, for my free time, but Monday through Friday, hour and a half every day until I was done with that course, you know, uh, I got halfway through it and I scheduled my, my CompTIA A plus certification. I, I said, I'm taking it two and a half months from now, regardless of what happens, I'm taking this test. I paid the, you know, the admission fee for the test. And it, from there, the rest was history. I, it was already set in stone. I knew, knew the plan I had to take and it made it a lot easier for me. Um, to do that. Yeah. And, and if you use a calendar, I mean, I use my Google calendar religiously. Um, you know, you, you could find ways to block off an hour to, for your studying or whatnot. I was bored. So I decided to get my real estate license and, you know, I had to study for that and, and do everything, but I carved time every single day into studying note taking, mm -hmm. you know, taking the online quizzes and exams and things like that. So I can sit for the state, um, the state exam and I end up passing that. And, and I just did that because I was like, I want to learn something new. I think this could be an asset to me, um, you know, down the road, the future, uh, whether it's a part-time job, whether I decided to you know, transition to that full-time. I said, it's something that I don't know because I was interested in real estate investing. And I was like, what better place to start than to actually know what a real estate agent knows? And so I was like, let me just do that. And I just went ahead and did that. But I was able mm -hmm. to find that time to do that on top of working a full-time job on top of work that demands more than 40 hours a week on top of working a, a, a second job on top of taking an, a, a, a class, an online class. Uh, so it's like, I was able to find that out. And so, you know, I hate when I talk to my one, uh, I know somebody you know, he has got one job, doesn't do anything else. And that's it. Yeah. And you just say, Oh, I'm <laughs> tired. I don't know. I don't have the time for that, uh, but anywho, you you guys know this uh, the saying, right? You know, uh, excuses are like. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want to say that. thing. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on our podcast, but you guys can look it up. Every, everyone's got one. Excuses are a dime oh, a dozen. Okay. You, you don't make excuses. Uh, make progress. You know, yeah. set yourself goals. Take steps towards your goals. Excuses. Everyone's got them. You know, yeah. you got to you got to path out your own life, and you got to work through any problems that you encounter. You know, absolutely. It's, it's why it's important to have good networking and a good support uh, group. You know, of friends or family, whatever it is, someone you can rely on, people that can give you good advice, uh, help you move forward with your life. You know, the good advice, and this even I guess it doesn't really relate to decision making, but we're just talking about this. You know, in the time sure. and stuff like that. And you know, the movie. What's it called? Is it called? It's with Jim Carrey. Is it yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, that's right. Yes, man. Okay. Take the yes, man yeah. attitude. When someone asks you to do, yeah, okay, I'll do that. You know, yeah. you're in, and look at him in that movie. He was involved in so many different things that he never got to do because he said yes to everything. Um, you know, don't go to the extreme, but you just use that as a reference point. Is try different things to say yes to it. Commit. You know, do something. Yeah. Learn something. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes. You know. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone, live life a little bit, you know, 
a lot of people are just content staying at home every day. They go to work, they come home, they sit on the couch, they watch TV, they eat dinner. That's their life every single day. Try new things, um, yeah. expand your horizons, you know, stay educated, invest in yourself. These are all things that we want to discuss today because we think they're good and we think they'll help you make money and become successful. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a great segue into tip number six, which is commit <laughs> to being a lifelong learner. When yeah. You combine this with number five, which is stacking talents on stat, you know, talents, you know, investing in yourself. We talked about that. You combine that with that, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying yes to everything, learning those different things. You could combine this with a bunch of them. So, you know, figure out what is your time worth. So, you know, you're a lifelong learner, you want to keep learning. So, you know, if someone says, you know, what's your time worth? Is it $350 an hour? Do you think you should be paid $350 an hour? And if that's the case, why so? Like, what do you have to offer me? Well, or, I or think I or whatever. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I do too. Um, it, or is, is, is your, you know, you always hear this. You always, oh, I should make more. Like, you know, they're, they're underpaying me, this, this, and this, or whatever it is. Well, what, is, what value do you bring? What do you have that you, that you can go out there. And, and if that's what you think you're making and you think that's fair, mm-hmm. then go, go somewhere else, go apply somewhere else and, and, right. and, and, and prove your current employer wrong or something like that. Do you, do you think you're worth 50 bucks an hour? Um, do you think you're worth, I don't know, minimum wage varies by state, $7 and 50 cents an hour or whatever that is. And, and if you don't, then prove it and show that, but you need, you need to have, you have to back it up. You know, you have to yeah. you have to back up. There's just too much time. Ah, I should be making 15 an hour. They need to bump the minimum wage up to whatever it is. Well, why? Is it because that, that you can't live off that and you're not doing anything else you know, to, to help improve your situation and you just want you know, a free a free handout? Or, you know, what is it? What, what, what value do you bring? Um, you know, going back to like, where are you spending your time? Is mm-hmm. it social media? You know, I see people who are on social media and they post six – Six times a day. I don't know if that's high or low. I, I'm barely, I'd barely post. I think like once a day or something like that, something motivational. Um, but like, I see like six, seven times a day. It's just like, how, where do you, where do you get the time? I got a uh, job. Social I'm over media. here reading, you're taking classes, working a second job, starting a podcast because whatever it is, just like, where do you have the time to go online and read all this stuff and just, you know, comments and, and things like that. I'm like, wow, video games, you know, TV. People ask me, they're like, did you see the new, what, Tiger King? Is that what it's called? Tiger yeah, Tiger King. No, 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 I didn't watch Tiger King. I had I had other crap I had to do with my life. Like, I can't sit there and devote all that time to Tiger King. You know, we, we're not here to just bash on everyone who watches Tiger King. <laughs> if that's your prerogative, if that's what you like to do yeah. to unwind, you know, go ahead and take your time to do that. But watching Tiger King is not going to make you successful. <laughs> and, so, and then, you know, and so I said, you know, you know, so, you know social media, video games, TV, or is it reading? Is it learning? Is right. it studying? Is, is it going out there you know, and, and try to hand, pick up a book, upgrade yeah. your knowledge a little bit, make, you know, make growing and stretching a lifelong pursuit. Try to learn one different thing a day, whether get the Webster uh, dictionary out and, and learn a new word, the, the, the word of the day, and try to use that three times, one in the morning at, at, at lunch mm-hmm. and at night and see, see if you could do that. You, you know, just start, just start, Bouncing out that new word, um, enroll in free courses. So there are things like, uh, I use Coursera. It's it's an app. Coursera is great. Yeah, yeah. Website too. I'm taking. I just pa- uh, finished one class from Yale University um, in finance, and I'm taking another one from Yale um, about markets and stuff like that. Um, you could 
it's just free knowledge. It's right there. Podcast. I listen to a plethora of different podcasts from finance to nutrition to business, entrepreneurship, a lot of TED, TED Talks, news, whatnot. Uh, I subscribe to a bunch of newsletters. Go out there, whatever your topic of interest is, subscribe to those newsletters. Start reading those to see what's current in that field of study, what's current in, you know, just in that field in, in general. Um, MOOCs, ma Massive Open Online Courses. So it's another thing you could just Google that and you'll see all these courses that you can take for free just to learn about whatever. If you like and you're interested in learning about underwater basket weaving, but you don't want to quit your job to enroll in school to do it, you can go there and there will be a course on that to help educate you to learn about that. So it's commit to being a lifelong learner. You should never stop learning in life. You know, yeah. your education does not stop at college, does not stop once you land your job. You should always be committed to learning new things. And not to mention, most of the professions out there, things are constantly evolving, right? The, uh, you know, things in the 60s aren't the same as they are in the 80s, as they are in the right. 2000s. You know, it's now 2020. Technology is changing. Finance is changing. Yeah. Um, you know, everything. Uh, you know, even agriculture, every market you can possibly think of yeah. is always evolving. So you always need to stay on top of your game. Always for your education, constantly bettering yourself. And in, 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 like, like we discussed in um, tip five, you know, stack your talents on top of talents, invest in yourself. Yeah, I and mean, we even talk about you know, you know technology and, and mm -hmm. learning whether it's software or something. You know, when the smartphones came out, I remember my dad. He, he was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not getting one of those. Like, I don't need a phone." He said it for the longest time ever. I'm not getting a phone, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know. Sometimes it comes like push comes a shove. Like I get the principle of it, it right? And, and, and I support that hundred percent. But sometimes you, you're forced into doing that. Like you have to do it to keep up with the times, to keep up with the trends, to keep up right. with you know um, the economy. Like if, right now, if you don't have a phone, there's a lot of occupations out there. If you don't know how to use a phone, you know, like if they even give you a work phone, you have to know how to use it. So right. unfortunately, you're gonna have to do that. Now you can you know try to go against that as much as you can, but there's going to be that push come to shove where you're going to have to learn the technology. Now, I'm not saying, you know, with everything, you know, you know, just rebel against it, but if it's, especially if it's in your field, you should go and volunteer to learn about whatever that new thing, you know, is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very well said. I know that, that so that, that's our, our seven, our seven tips to do a recap. We have invest in a career mentor. Our next one is invest in your 401k or Roth IRA, or both, preferably. Have a retirement. Yes, yeah. have a retirement and have a plan. Uh, number three is surround yourself with the right people. Four is budgeting and use some of the tools that we suggested to help with that. Um, five is stack talents on talents and invest in yourself. Six, remove decision-making. And seven, commit to being a lifelong learner. So that is the, the summary that we, we, we have talked about today on, on our podcast. Um, one of the things... That I also want to talk about um, is uh, having a segment of the quote of the day. So a quote of a day is something, um, as I was saying, I, I post my, my one post a, a day probably is, is something in Facebook or Twitter um, on this, but it's something motivational. I, I just, I want to help people out. I want to, I understand, especially around these times, people are going through those difficult times. Um, and something encouraging, you know, to just get them to think about or, or whatever that is, because, you know, I read these, and I, I use them for myself throughout the day to get me through that. And so, you know, the one it works great with, we're talk, 
we're talking about now in the subject, but the quote is, I'm too busy working on my own grass to notice if yours is greener. And, you know, to me, that resonates with me is, you know, there's so many people we talked about in the the beginning about, you know, these millionaires, what we think, you know, a millionaire is and Mm -hmm. with the cars and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm going to block all that out. I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to figure out what what I need to do, how to make myself better. I'm worried about my grass. I don't care about your stuff and what you got going on over there. If you need some help, you know, if if you see there's something that I'm doing and you're like, oh, that's sort of cool. It's a routine that you got, or can you, can you help me on that? Or talk to me uh, a little bit more about that. How do you do that? I I would be glad, you know, to help you out and to share some of my things, you know, like my friends, if they're coming up to me, but but I'm not going to go diving into your stuff and start pointing out your flaws or whatever or whatnot, or idolizing you because of something like, I got my own crap. I got to take care of. I don't know. Right. What do you think about that quote? I think it's great. I think you know everyone um, sh- should be focusing on their lawn, but yeah. you know, they, you know, don't necessarily completely ignore everyone else. You know, so figure out what other people are doing to be successful. See if you can, um, you know, monetize off of that yourself. And I think I think it all comes down to being disciplined, making sure you have good habits. Mm-hmm making sure you know where your money's going and knowing how to make your money work for you. You know, if you want, really want to be, build some wealth and you want to be successful in life, it takes, you know, dedication, hard work, and passion. I don't think anyone will argue that. No, no, I, th- I think that's great. Um, and so, you know, we're hoping that, you know, people just, you know, they, they think about the tips, you know, to use them, think about yeah, the right. tips out there. But, you know, if, if you dedicate it and you decide to do, you know, every single one of these, absolutely, you know, you know, we use the term millionaire. Um, but yeah, you, you know, if you want, if you want to eventually be financially independent, retire, have the money to do that, you can just follow these things. Do the best, the best that you can. Yeah, pe- people <laughs> say, uh, "Oh, wait, I keep us going here." But people say, "I want to be a millionaire." You, you don't want to be a millionaire. You want to have a million dollars because to be a millionaire. It takes a lot of sacrifice, you know, it's starting from the bottom, you know, unless you're born into money, you know, it takes discipline. You have to cut costs. You have to make sacrifices. You have to invest. You know, a lot of people who do build wealth and become a millionaire by the time they're 40 or 50, like you said, these, the fire uh, people, the F-I-R-E, who are trying to go for that early retirement, they're making significant sacrifices in their life so they can live the life they want when they're 40, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and just, just keep that in mind. Well, that about wraps up our podcast for today. Mm -hmm. Um, So once again, this is the Weekly Thought with Rich and Tony. We discuss uh, an an array of different topics, hot topics out there. If you want to hear something, please um, reach out to us um, via our Facebook uh, business page, which is going to be the Weekly Thought with Rich and Tony. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely give that a like. Uh, you'll be able to see our podcast episodes there. We're also going to be throwing uh, YouTube videos out on there, which is just the recorded episodes of this. Um, and so comment anything that you want to see, any topics you want us covered, uh, yes. reach out. Uh, we are also going to be opening up. We're trying to figure out the logistics here. I have not seen it before, but a live take on the podcast. So we actually will go live uh, via our Facebook page, and we will have a number you could actually phone in, give us a call, or comment us uh, during that time um, with questions. Um, we're also going to be having some people on here for interviews as well, some professionals in the field. 
whatever that we're talking about. And like I said, right now, uh, this was about finance, but there's a bunch of other things out there that we're going to be getting to. So stay in tuned and we uh, hope you enjoy the show. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>